Hello from Hamilton, Ontario, and welcome to ASCII's podcast show, Can We Talk? Conversations in Early Childhood Education. In this episode, a conversation about exploring inclusive spaces, you'll hear Susan Lepore, Lynn Vanderbrug, Kayla Davies, and Christina Viola from the ASCII Linwood School Age Partnership Program share information about a second resource kit that they've created to support educators and children in before and after school programs on creating and having inclusive spaces for everyone. This episode and kit is the second in a series of episodes and kits that were created. For more information on the first kit, go back to podcast episode number 17. And stay tuned in the upcoming months for more kits and more podcasts. For more information about this kit and the ASCII Linwood School Age Partnership Program, please visit www.ascii.ca or contact Christina or Kayla, whose emails you'll find in the show notes. We hope you enjoy listening to today's episode. Welcome everyone to our next podcast. This is Susan Lepore here from ASCII and I just wanted to um, give you a brief history about the ASCII Linwood Charlton Centre School Age Partnership Program. About six years ago, the City of Hamilton approached ASCII and Linwood Charlton Centre to find a way to support before and after school educators with children having challenges with self-regulation. And so such was the birth of this partnership program. And today I'm excited to welcome uh, our members of this team. So I'd like to introduce Kayla Davies and Christina Viola and Lynn Vanderbrug from Linwood Charlton Centre as well. Welcome, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about our kit, Exploring Inclusive Spaces. Have you ever noticed that some children struggle to engage in play? Do you wonder why some have difficulty making new friends? Do you struggle to know what might be the best strategy for a child experiencing heightened emotions? And do you wonder why some children prefer to engage in individual activities over group activities? Are there children in your program that struggle with transitions? Today, we're going to be exploring all that, so let's get started. What was the inspiration behind the second kit, and why do you feel it will be helpful for before and after school programs? So um, with our visits, we kind of noticed that there was kind of a correlation between like recognizing one's personality traits, their passions, and kind of their behavioral responses to kind of managing the world around them and kind of the social interactions that are that are involved. So our goal was to kind of help educators and children kind of recognize their own individual personalities and how that might in influence their day-to-day -day responses. So once they have a better understanding of their own responses, they're able to have a little bit more control and understand what they might need in those moments. Thanks, Christina. And to kind of piggyback off of that, I think something else that we've we've noticed just in terms of our, our consultations that we do with, with the community, that there's been a big focus on externalizing behaviors and a big focus on, you know, more of those louder personalities in your group or those or those class clown type of personalities, if you will. And what we're finding is that with all the conversation around inclusive spaces and safe spaces and, and wanting to make sure that our groups are feeling that sense of belonging, that well-being. We're noticing that we're we're focusing a lot on the externalizing behaviors and not a lot on those quieter kiddos, the ones that tend to not know how to express themselves as outwardly as as those other children do. And so for us, the kit was a great way to offer 
ways to think about communicating with the, with all children in the group and ways to teach the children in the group to communicate with each other. So we're really focusing on getting some of those well-being and belonging aspects into, into the programs, but also we're giving strategies and tools to enhance the capacity of all of the children in the group. And I think that that's really helpful with this kid. And we're really excited about it. Yeah, that sounds great. You know, it's often the case that the really quiet ones get overlooked and they're just so into their activities and they don't seem to be causing any concern. And so oftentimes they're overlooked. And so this is a wonderful conversation to be having. So I noticed that there's quite a few activities within the kit. So could one of you discuss one or two of the activities that are in the kit that would be helpful for educators to get an idea of what's available in that kit? One of the activities is called Space for Me. So it kind of builds upon oneself own self own sense of self and and who they are so it's a two-part activity it kind of is it talks about so the first part allows the children to kind of explore their own space so they can include whichever that they see fit within those spaces if that's preferred activities certain colors that they enjoy games that they like anything any interests passions that they may have they can add it into that space and then the second part of the activity is more of a group-based style so you work with the group to kind of examine some of the things that you included in your space. And then the children get an idea of some similarities and differences that they may share um, within their group and kind of the strengths and skills that they can bring forward as well. Um, and then an, another aspect of that kit can, that can be adapted between um, ages 10 to 12 is um, an online version of a personality quiz and um, a hard copy version that can be printed off as well that the kids can explore. It kind of talks about extroverted tendencies, introverted tendencies, and a little bit of both. So, but the purpose of the quiz is just kind of do a fun resource. It's not to kind of determine a specific personality, but just like a fun activity to do just to get them thinking of some strengths and, and kind of interests that they may have. That's a fun one. I really like that one. I also really like the me tree activity. Um, it's one that combines quite a few different modalities and quite a few different materials in an all age range activity. I know we talk a lot about how we like to put activities that can be adapted to different ages. This particular activity is one that's suitable for all. It focuses on um, being in nature and using nature as materials, um, on how our connection with the world around us can help us find the connection within ourselves. It really focuses on those self-awareness and identity pieces but also taking those strengths and qualities and being able to label them to ourselves and to those around us and really highlight how we bring what we do bring to the world. And so this activity uh, is one that can be broken into a day's activity. It can be broken into a couple of days activity. So in, in a lot of ways, it can kind of become a learning plan or be adapted into a learning plan that our, our registered educators do have to create in a lot of different ways. So I like that it, it hits all the areas for gross motor and, and, and fine motor skills. And it gets into picking those leaves and being one with nature and the smells and the senses and, and all of the physiological reactions that are happening from just being able to play with those materials. It's one that I would encourage educators to really check out and, and make make their own. It's easily adaptable. It can be done in a bunch of different ways and a bunch of different timelines as well. So you take a look and, and let us know how it goes. <laughs> That's fantastic. Are there other resources that are available also found in this kit? 
Yes. Yeah, so there's also an option within the kit that kind of includes a teach with a book option. So those resources are actually available within the ASCII resource library. Some might be available um, online as well. And then there's also additional resources for caregivers as well as children within the activities with some YouTube videos on kind of understanding and supporting those kiddos who may have those um, quieter tendencies and um, ways to support that. And within a group based activities as well. And then additionally, we kind of did an info sheet around communication tips when working with groups with different um, personality traits and how um, we can kind of incorporate everyone involved within group activities. Um, That sounds great. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, really, really love how you've drawn on the evidence-based modalities when you're looking at the different activities that uh, you can uh, make available to uh, all of the different kids. The varied age ranges as well is really helpful. I think that's going to be great to be able to adapt depending on, you know, who the kids are that you're working with and the strength-based focus. You can't go wrong with that. That's always just a great way to look at all of these different things. And can you tell me, are there other kits available? There are. So we do have one one other kit that we've created that focuses on self-esteem and self-identity and the activities in there. There's another podcast. It's episode 17, I believe, is the, is the podcast episode number that does talk about that kit and goes into a little bit further detail on what those activities can offer. Great. 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 Lynn mentioned about evidence-based practices. And so one big tool for early childhood educators in our community is how does learning happen document. And so if one of you could touch upon how all the wonderful work that you're doing aligns with that particular document, that would be uh, an interesting conversation to have. Yeah, so that uh, the how does learning happen document kind of highlights the importance of building like a connectedness uh, with each other and kind of building upon those relationships with belonging and expression. Um, so that's kind of the two areas of focus that this kit um, highlights. So it's just kind of ensuring that we create an environment where uh, children are set up for success and they're, they're included and that educators are aware of their own styles and how that might influence their involvement in their caregiving styles. And just find this kit also provides an opportunity for children to kind of explore who they are. And that's kind of what the belonging expression piece of how does learning happen really focuses on. Um, as well. That's great. So how, how does someone go about finding information on the kit or getting access to the kit? Kayla, do you want to just let our listeners know how to do that? Absolutely. So this kit will be posted, both the printable version as well as a podcast link will be posted on the ASCII.ca website. There is the page for the ASCII Linwood Charlton Center Partnership Program. So the documents both for this kit and the previous kit as well can be found on on that site. You're also more than welcome to email myself uh, at uh, kdavies at linwoodcharlton.ca or christina at cviola at ascii.ca to get access to that kit we can send it over electronically we can bring it during consultation whatever is going to be meeting your need in that moment we do have a bunch of different ways to get the kit out to you i just just remember the other place that you can see this is we do we do bring the kits to splc as well so that's the supervisors uh, professional learning community that sounds great kayla and one thing that we really want is feedback can you tell us how Mm -hmm. folks might be able to share their feedback. 
Thank you for saying that. So in terms of feedback, the kit does have a QR code. It does have a feedback link um, in the last couple of pages of it as well. Our feedback um, can also be emailed out to you, both the QR code or the link, whatever is easiest. Again, we can also bring a, a hard copy feedback form to our consultations. Whatever is easiest for the programs is what we're looking for. But our feedback does really help. Uh, inform what it is that we're putting in these kids. It helps us inform what educators are seeing as a current trend or what it what could potentially be, you know, helpful materials to focus on, helpful um, topics to focus on. All of those things are only going to make um, the resource kids that much more beneficial and useful to um, our lovely community here. So we would really appreciate any and all feedback that you can offer. And we're more than happy to send those out to you um, in whatever way is easiest for you all. Thank you, Kayla. This has been a great conversation. And so thank you for listening and certainly send, uh, as Kayla just mentioned, just keep sending feedback. And so if you have a topic of interest for another future podcast, we're all ears. Just send us a quick uh, email or give us a call or talk to us when you see us in person and we'd be happy to find another great topic that we could uh, share with you. So goodbye for now and have a great day. Mm -hmm.